Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back into the Wedding Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Seha, and I am joined by your new favorite co-host, Armin Avila. How are you doing? How's it going, everyone? I'm doing very well. Very, very, well. very happy to hear that. Uh, we're going to get right into it before we roll the intro music. Today, we will be covering three things that your photographer or videographer wants you to know, wishes you knew and quite frankly, three things that we want you to know heading into your wedding day, or maybe you are helping plan a wedding. Three things that you can help someone else with, or three pieces of wisdom that will surely make you the coolest person in the wedding party. Are you ready to do this? I am prepared. All right, me too. Let's roll the intro. <laughs> Okay, 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 we are back and better than ever. Now, we haven't seen each other in a little bit. Um, I was away. I was out of town. Recently just got back from Europe. Um, how have you been? I've been pretty well. Uh, working season is starting up again. We have a wedding tomorrow. So we're doing this right the night before. At What time is it? It's about 11 p.m. 11 p.m. and 11 p.m. podcast. We're doing this for you guys. Just for you because we love you and we care about you. And we're honestly procrastinating, probably getting the rest of our gear done and instead <laughs> making this podcast episode. But that is not the point. The point is that today we have a great episode, a fantastic episode, one of the best episodes. And although we do know the three points that we're going to be touching and they will be very informative and we know in which order they go, I think... As we usually do, I believe we will speak from the heart today. Would you agree? I agree. Um, I already spoke to you about this, but I said, like, I just want to have a conversation about whatever it is, like the the questions that we face in, the, in this industry and just be as informative as we can to the people that we want to help, which is, of course, couples that are in need of this kind of information. And I'm here for it. And let's just have a conversation about it strongly agree it should be very very fun so let's jump right into it uh, while preparing for this episode or kind of looking over uh, the things that we could discuss um, we really came down to two three essentials things that without fail we talk about every wedding or we definitely take into consideration every wedding these are the things that after a wedding, when you come back home from the wedding and you're maybe on the drive home or on the plane home, these are the things you talk about. And these are the things you say, wow, that was really nice. That went really well. I'm glad that they were aware of this or I'm glad that we told them about this and everything went smoothly. So I think some of these will be very informative, very technical, very to-do. And then other things will be more quote-unquote philosophical or more kind of feelings-based. So shall we get into our first thing that 
your photographer slash videographer wants you to know. Now, I will be referencing photographers and videographers, but this could apply to a variety of vendors within the wedding industry or events industry in general. Um, so please apply these to your vendors as you will. And if you're a vendor, apply these to yourself as you may. The first one, as a photographer and videographer, we want you to know that you are not necessarily buying the photos or the videos. More so, you are buying the photographer and the videographer. What are your thoughts on this? So we were speaking a little bit about this before we started talking in the mic. And we were just kind of like explaining how a connection with your vendors is extremely important just because you want to make sure that you get that person that captures your day how you want it to be. And with that being said, it's important that that photographer slash videographer fits that vibe. For example, if you want a highly energetic film, it usually involves a highly energetic person most of the time. Um, of course, there, there can be like instances where um, that's not the case. But for example, in my case, I wouldn't really consider myself a super highly energetic person on a wedding day. Um, maybe if I go out to dinner, it comes out a little bit more, you know. But during a wedding day, I like to be fairly organized. I'm a lot more chill. I like directing a certain way. I'm not going to be like that woohoo type of person, you know. Um, just because that's not me, I'll take it out if I if it needs if I if the moment calls for it. But for me, I just like like going with everything. I already have something set in my mind, um, even before the wedding day that I want to capture. And of course, I like to communicate that with the couple themselves. I always like to set, um, of course, my expectations, not really my expectations, but what I would like to see um, the day go, like when it comes to the timeline, give my input on it and things like that. And of course, I like communicating that with the couple and them give me ideas of how they want their day to go. But I always make sure that we connect in a way where I show them exactly how I work and how I go about doing things. And that showcases my personality. Of course, I like talking with them. I'm, I'm super friendly when it comes to the wedding day. I like working with other vendors. I'm super chill. Everyone after the wedding day, they always call me like the chillest person to work with because that's just how I go about doing things. Um, I like being friends with like everyone throughout the wedding day. And for me, it's overall keep the stress out of the couple. Like I'll take on everything um, when it comes to like organizing, whatever you need me to do. Um, but I just want it to be nice. And, and you want to build that trust with them that that is extremely important because if, if, if that trust is not there, then how are you going to take care of their wedding day, right? How are you going to deliver that film that, they, that they've always dreamed of? And that's ex extremely important to me to build trust with them. And of course, at the end of the day, um, I would like them to become um, close friends with me. Like, you know, can I take you guys out to some coffee sometime, even after the wedding day? That's usually the best case scenario. But if not, that's totally fine. Like if, if they're not that type of person or that type of couple, that is totally fine. I'm always able to deliver what they want, um, or at least I try to. And, and that's, that's the goal for me, at least when it comes to all of this.
that's really interesting because I feel like you just gave us a breakdown of your style as a person. And if you're a groom or a bride listening to this, I think that that's exactly the type of information that you want to know. Because I'll be the first to tell you that um, that person will dictate a lot of your experience on your wedding day and your experience on the wedding day with that person will feel far more important than any photos or videos you receive and i think oftentimes um, and to no one's fault but i think oftentimes a lot of couples uh, place all of the value on the photos and the videos in the regards of the end result the, the quality of photos that they're getting now of course you want to establish a baseline you know you're not going to be reaching out to photographers or videographers whose work you don't like or you don't feel is up to par for what you're expecting but after that i think their personality and their experience um, or how they craft your experience on the wedding day is the most important thing to be quite honest selecting a vendor for your wedding may and should probably feel like you're dating that vendor you're getting to know them would we be compatible on the day of would we get along would we connect the same way do we feel emotions in a similar fashion do we feel emotions completely differently that might be a good thing Maybe you have someone like Armin who's super calm and super relaxed and you might be the total opposite. You might be a bride who's super stressed and maybe panics easily. So that contrast will keep you at ease. Or maybe you're the complete opposite. Maybe you feed off of that energy. Maybe you want someone who's cheering you on and let's go. What a beautiful day. Come on, everybody. Woohoo. Da, da, da. Maybe that's who you are and you need someone who's going to, to give you that. And that will elevate your experience throughout the day. Whatever it may be, it's important to understand the type of personality that your vendor has, that your photographer or videographer has. Because this person, he or she, will spend more time with you on that day than your own significant other will. Just let that sink in. Armin will spend more time with you than your husband. <laughs> I know that sounds a little bit weird and a little bit strange, but it's the truth. From the, more, the moment you start getting ready at 9 a.m. or 8 a.m., he's there. Your best friend or your bridesmaids may not even be there, but he's there. And guess where he's at during the first look? He's literally right next to you. Guess where he's at during the ceremony? Maybe you get a little bit of distance between him I'll and you. There through the mm -hmm. guests but I'm he'll be there um most of the time I'm and immediately after your your ceremony guess who's going to be the first one to grab you you know after you've had your moment and everything me it's him and after that who's going to lead you into your reception me it's him <laughs> <laughs> i think you're getting uh you're understanding the point that we're trying to make that you have to understand the value of digging deep into who this person is, how they are, how they interact with you, do you actually get along? Because you may get the most beautiful photos of all time, 
but what you're going to remember is how they made you feel. Not necessarily that they delivered 475 edited images instead of 325 from the previous photographer that you reached out to. That's not going to matter. They may deliver 35 great images, but if you felt like a million bucks throughout that day, you're going to be extremely happy. So I think that that is one of the most important takeaways when it comes to selecting your vendors, specifically photographers and videographers. Make sure you have compatible personalities. Make sure that this is someone that you want to spend the day with, that you feel like you can be comfortable around, be at ease with, enjoy your time. Be aware that this person is going to be a massive part of one of the most important days of your life and you want to look back on that with you know beautiful fond memories saying wow she was amazing he was amazing he was super helpful he was relaxed he was calm he helped us so you can find whatever it is that you feel is necessary and we're going to get into styles later on but i think that that's something we value as well because yes of course you know you have um, a business to run and you want to book clients uh, frequently and you might need those bookings but as a photographer videographer we also value when that that connection is there when when you click and when the experience um, more so than simply the photos or the end result when the experience feels magical when the experience not only fuels the bride and the groom, but also Yeah, just um at the end of the day you're building a relationship with someone. So you want things to be somewhat similar to what you guys want like, even even some things random like your favorite food. So little things like that. Um it means so much because you can like if that's how a relationship is formed, right? Like you, you find that you like similar things, you have a similar taste, and and when it comes to the wedding day, it's so much easier for things to just flow, just because it's so easy to work with with your vendor, with your photographer, with your videographer. You're able to speak to them as a friend. You're a lot more relaxed and a lot more relaxed. At least for me, I like capturing a lot of candid moments when couples are a lot more relaxed. Um, it's usually a lot easier for me. And if, it, if they're not, then that's my job to inject that into them, right? So that's kind of what I would say. And usually the type of person I know, I said I'm super chill when it comes to the wedding day, but I'm also really good at matching energy if it needs to match. You know, if a, if a bride is like super energized and things like that, then I, I try to match that energy. Usually I'm, I like being a lot more relaxed and just because that helps me that's um, it gets me in my creative flow. It, it allows me to think more instead of thinking of injecting more energy into the day. Um, usually and especially uh, when I'm doing video, just because when you get a photographer that's super energized and a videographer that's super energized, energies collapse. And that's when um, it could build problems during the day because the videographer wants to do this, but then the photographer wants to do this and they inject too much energy and they inject too much stress into the couple. So that, that, that's a situation where it can just be too much. So when I'm doing video, I usually let the photographer kind of carry the day. But of course, I need to get what I need to get. 
And that's when I inject myself and I feel like it, need, it needs like an injection of energy. Uh, that's a way to say it. Um, then I'll do it. But if I feel like the photographer has that energy that 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 can pick up the day or get that energy out of them, then I usually let them and then I'm a lot more relaxed. If I feel that the day needs more energy, then that's when I'll step in and inject that energy into the day. So it's a lot about just feeling out energies and, and it's a lot um it's a lot of psychology behind it sometimes, you know. <laughs> it is. It is just because you have to feel out how your couple feels. If you feel that that your brightest stress, you want to minimize that as much as you can. Um and and that usually flows well. It it allows you to capture a lot more beautiful moments when they're not stressed and and that's that's part of your job at the end of the day too, you know. Like they put it all sometimes like on the coordinator and things like that. But usually for me at least, uh, that's that's very important to me that they're not stressing about just random things that they shouldn't be stressing about. Um, especially when when like they're about to get married, you know. That's all they should worry about, like just getting married and enjoying the day. Um, this is supposed to be one of the best moments of your life and and that's my job to to deliver that. So that's that's what I have to say. Completely that. agree. I think I think that that those are all really good points. And honestly, this, this kind of does feel like a like a vendor um, couple conversation that we're having here. I guess I would be the couple in this situation, but um, that's that's so interesting because this is the thought process that goes on in our heads. To be honest, like how did we feel? not necessarily for ourselves not in a selfish manner but how do we think we made the couple feel did they did they look like they enjoyed the day did they did they feel comfortable towards the end of the day how did their energy shift throughout the day because of course you notice little things here and there um, but these are all the little nuances that maybe don't get talked about because we talk about them amongst one another and not with the couples of course so I think that's why podcasts like these are helpful or episodes like these are, are very helpful because everything that Armin just mentioned are things that you can ask him about. How do you deal with someone who's high energy? How do you deal with someone who's low energy? Do you usually inject the energy? Are you going to be leading the day? How do you do this? How do you do that? And we'll get into style right after this point. But in terms of personality, these are all things that matter. Like, how do they mesh with other vendors? How do they do all of these different things? And ultimately, all of these things will help you uh, have the best experience throughout the day, feel the best. And trust me, when you have a great experience throughout the day, we feel super fulfilled. We feel super good. So this conversation that Armin and I just had is exactly what your conversation can sound like some something quick 10 minutes and you can get to know a lot about a person by simply asking these type of questions so to recap remember you are not simply buying photos you are not simply buying videos you are buying the photographers and you're buying the videographers so now moving on to style we did talk about your style in terms of personality you mentioned you were pretty relaxed, you were pretty calm, stress-free, but also dynamic when you need to be or when you need to take the lead, whatnot. What systems do you operate with throughout the day to make that happen? And 
what is your style as well in terms of photography, in terms of video, the end result, the actual uh, deliverables that the couple is receiving. Um, and hopefully they can get an idea of what this conversation can sound like as well. So I'll play the couple. Armin, what's your style throughout the day? How do you operate throughout the day? How do you direct the day? What can we help you with? How can we make your job easier? Um, just let me know how you run the day and then how that translates in your photos. Yeah, of course. So something that is very important to me is to communicate effectively with them, to set expectations like I already said previously, but just to communicate everything from from the smallest things like this is how I usually start the day, this is how I end the day, this is what can you, you can expect in the final film. And I always like storyboarding a couple of days before, depending on the area and how I feel the couple. Um, but usually, I'm just going to straight up just set a picture of, of how a conversation would go with, with a couple like, oh, hi, Armin, how's it going? Hi, good morning. How's all the wedding planning? How's that going? Oh, you know, it's going well. It's a little bit stressful, but everything's setting up. Oh, that's great to hear. Um, do you guys have everything pretty much set? location ready to go everything's good timeline oh we're still working on the timeline things like that oh do you need any help with the timeline anything like that and like oh i mean what do you recommend like we start off because you have to understand that these people or not these people couples <laughs> couples are not they've never been through something like this before me that i've been through this pretty much it's gonna be like my 100th wedding i think this year yeah um it's like I know the process already. So I, I have all of these ideas, uh, all of these things that I already have set. Sometimes I like switching it up just for myself. Um, but pretty much wedding days are similar to one another. Of course, there's little details here and there that change up. But usually the way I go about things, I like capturing a lot of details. So I make sure to get all, all of their rings, of course, their dress their family. I like capturing a lot of raw moments, a lot of little emotions, a lot of little things. Um, and, and that's because that's where my personality matches very well with capturing raw moments because I'm not one that goes in that room and starts talking to everyone because I'm focused on what I need to get, right? And that helps me capture a lot more candid moments. And those are usually some of the most beautiful moments that come out in the final film. Um, but that's just my style. I'm usually one that likes a little bit more mood in their videos, a little bit more of that um, editorial in a way, but also kind of dramatic. I like injecting some laughs in there, of course. Um, but at the same time, I, I like making it look like a movie, like that event that you've been waiting for your entire life for. And that's what I like depicting in my videos and in my films and pictures. Um, so. Would you say that you would, and I'm role playing as a couple again, would you say that you'll be directing us because I've never been in front of a camera really, or is it just kind of as the day unfolds? Yeah, yeah, of course. So pretty much, so when it comes to video, it's a lot of motion and usually the way I go about doing things for videographers and photographers, music is probably very, very good at letting things loose um, when it comes to like portraits and things like that um, but throughout the day I usually tell them just live out your day you know I'll direct you when I need to or when I see the need to 
but as far as like like as far as you know just enjoy the moment just be with your family and i'll i'll make sure to capture everything if i need to to direct you i'll i'll tell you i'll tell you when i need to direct you but usually more directing comes in like portrait sessions and things like that and that's when i get a little bit more creative with with my shots with how i pose them um certain things i usually like i said i like going for that moody kind of um uh editorial look so i'll pose them a certain way and everyone says we're awkward in front of the camera trust me like you feel awkward but in the video that's my job to make you not look awkward okay so leave that to me don't worry about looking awkward in the camera i'll make i know what i need and i know how to depict how to capture it in a way where you won't look awkward um can you take 10 pounds off of me okay <laughs> I can. I actually. There's a trick, That's but a it's, classic. That's it's, a classic. Uh, that was that was satirical, by the way. For those who are not watching the video, I was joking. That's a that's a classic. Like, hey, yeah. make sure you take ten pounds off. Yeah. So that that's one of the things that. Not really. It's not an annoyance to photographers, but it's not as simple as just saying, "Oh, can you take ten pounds off?" It's a me? classic dad joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but of course, like. Like there's certain ways to do it, but I, it won't matter much in the film. You won't be looking like super slim or super. Uh, You're going overweight. to look how you look. Yeah, like it's <laughs> it's just, like you know, it's just gonna be how, how you look and how you look. Like, this is your day, right? So, you want to look your best. Like you, you will look your and best. You will look, you your will best. look your best. You will just. And I think we also make sure, I mean, now we're actually going on a tangent that was came out of a joke, but I think we also make sure to, uh, yeah, like, to, to flatter you. Yeah. Capture your, your good angles. And I always ask him, do you have a preferred side of your face that you like captured or side of your body that you like captured? And we can play a lot with, um, with camera gear that we use different lenses to to give you a more flattering look or even in the editing soften up your skin with with uh filters that we put not filters in the editing software itself but they're filters that you put on the in front of the lens which gives you a softer look and i personally i personally like using those a lot just because it fits uh, especially when it comes to film um it gives you a lot more flattering look it clears up uh any kind of small little imperfections that there might be which i mean everyone has you know um and it, there's a lot of techniques that we use uh but saying like can you just take off 10 pounds uh when you're editing that's a little bit just like uh, it's a dad joke yeah. it's a dad joke there's yeah, nothing yeah. more and and it's never going to leave like that's that's just a whole different conversation but i think that's exactly what a conversation between a couple and uh avengers should look like i think that you can let them get into specifics uh like armin mentioned uh, he said i won't be involved i let the day unfold i won't be involved until i have to be or until i have to direct uh, maybe a couple portraits maybe um, family formals or certain situations like that and i think even knowing that puts the couple at peace because they're like oh well he's told me the times where he's more likely to direct me. So these rest of the time, I'm going to be calm. I'm going to be relaxed. I'm not going to be looking for a camera or trying to pose or smile and whatnot. 
Um, so knowing all those little nuances can make a drastic difference in your experience during the wedding day. Making sure you know how he operates, why he does certain things. He just mentioned something completely out of left field, which was a filter. So maybe if you have imperfections on your skin, you're still going to look like yourself. Don't get me wrong. This isn't retouching or anything like that. But it maybe gives the, the film a little bit more of a softer, glowy look. And that can make all the difference in your confidence. Maybe you had a, you woke up with a little bit of a pimple. And you're like, well, thankfully Armin knows how to deal with that or take care of that. Um, or my makeup artist. Or all these little things. Knowing how your vendors work, uh, how their systems are, I think will go a long way on, on your wedding day. Um, so from the sounds of it, you are pretty involved um, if they need help. But if they don't, you are pretty hands-off. So typical day for me includes capturing a lot of details when I'm with a bride. Um, when I'm with a groomsman, I kind of, um, I'm a little bit more relaxed just because guys tend to be a bit more relaxed. Uh, uh, brides are usually a little bit more stressed and that's completely normal. Um, so usually I like capturing a lot of candid moments, uh, parents, bridesmaids, um, groomsmen, um, and then when it comes to any sort of first looks, I'll get a little bit more involved. When it comes to any audio, of course, I need to get involved, make sure they're, they're nice and set to capture their vows or to capture anything that is said, any speeches or things like that. Um, there's a lot more involved than during uh, taking portraits just because that's where I impose a lot more poses that I that I like in, in the films that I do and in the pictures that I take. Um, and then throughout the day, I just I just let it roll. And, and the goal for me is sometimes to just be invisible, right? To not let them know that I'm there, but I'm there capturing it, you know? So that that that's what I enjoy most in my films and usually where I get the most genuine reactions. And I love that. Mm, wow. These are all really great points because uh, knowing how your vendor works, how your photographer works, leads you to know if you're going to get the end result that is desired. So if someone is mentioning that they are very hands-off and that they're getting candid moments, then you may not expect a super vogue editorial film from them because that's heavily directed and heavily choreographed and whatnot. So now if that's something you want, then you might say, okay, now I know what I'm looking for. Now I know that I need someone who's hands-on, who's directing consistently, who maybe has an assistant for wardrobe or whatnot, or I need someone who who shoots for magazines or whatnot. All of these little things make a big difference also in the end results that you're going to get, not only in your experience, but knowing their systems might give you some clarity on what you actually want. Quick injection here. I get a lot more involved when it comes to travel. If I'm doing a travel film, if I'm doing uh, travel photos, destination weddings, that is a whole different process. For local weddings, I like a lot more candid moments, a lot more just a little bit hands off, like I said. When it comes to a destination wedding, that it takes me a whole month to just plan everything. Just making sure I know where I want them if I can. Um, if I can say that to them and um, and just make sure everything is well and organized. I like my everything that I do. I like very organized things. So when it comes to that, it's like, okay, 
that's when a lot more directing comes like okay if you have if you're like going on a for example on a boat in italy like i need to know because i need to plan exactly how i want that capture you know so that involves a lot of directing the next day ceremony i need to make sure that i get of course when it comes to the ceremony you, you have to pick and choose a lot of the times and um and i'm completely comfortable with that uh now that i have a lot more experience in the field um but when it comes to like destination work and everything like that there's a lot of planning involved in that just because i want to include everything that i can the reason why you're doing a destination wedding is because you love that location and you connect to that location and i want to make sure to capture everything that i can when it comes to that location and you guys feeling that location and feeling the love you have for each other in that location so that's when a lot more directing a lot of more that bogus style <laughs> comes into play um but yeah it's it, it just depends on what i'm capturing and and how i feel the couple and what i want the end result to be see i think having these conversations leads to that type of information because i think i mean we do a lot of destination work and i think you can immediately tell the passion and energy and the shift in energy when you started talking about destination. Now, if we didn't have these conversations, maybe I wouldn't have known that there's a shift between destination work and local work. Not drastically different, you're not changing your personality, but of course, now you're more hands-on. Now you're directing, now you understand which sequences you want, which shots you want, where you want them, all of that, you're more involved. So knowing these things makes a big difference, once again, on your wedding day experience. Now, if you have a newer photographer, he may not have uh, developed his style quite yet, or maybe he isn't as nuanced in his responses or um, hasn't found exactly which systems are right for him or her. So please be patient with a new photographer as well, or a new videographer as well, because this takes time. I mean, this is eight years, seven years that we've been doing this, and I mean, we're still evolving, but you have your systems in place. You know how you run a day, how you operate and all these things. Um, so maybe you can take some of the things that we're mentioning and explain to your new photographer or videographer, hey, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I want. This is how I want the day to go. And that way, if they don't mention it, maybe now they're aware they can have it um, in the back of their head and maybe they can even try something new so don't don't uh kind of be too hard on your new photographers either we we all start somewhere so cut them some slack as well because it takes time to develop the nuance in your systems and in your style um, but hopefully we can help and shed some light on some of these systems and styles now we go into a topic that's a little controversial which feels a little bit black a little bit white and very little gray in between and i promise this is something that you have thought of i promise that some this is something you have come across and i promise that this is something that all of us think of this is discounts this is negotiable pricing is it good is it bad some photographers are going to tell you i would rather die before give you a, giving you a 50 cent discount. And other people will say, I work for free all the time. 
Now, I'm not going to say one side of the aisle is wrong and one side of the aisle is right, but we do believe there is a right way and a wrong way to ask for a discount or to ask for a negotiable pricing. Now, we also have our own personal opinions and feelings on this. Um, I personally don't mind doing free work. I have done free work. So that's not something that I kind of plant my flag and say I never will or I never do or I always will and I always do. Um, I believe you have done the same as well. So this isn't necessarily about what we believe is right or wrong, but we also want to help you as a couple if this is something that you want to take your shot on because shooters shoot and you might be ready to take a shot on someone. There's different circumstances where you may ask for a discount or want to ask for a discount, of course, financial. Um, if you have a budget, you might need a discount. Um, maybe you have a specific vendor who you really want to work with but might be just out of your price range. Whatever it may be, um, sometimes we believe there are moments to ask for discounts, but we also believe that this has to be done in the appropriate fashion. So we will once again take you through maybe what a discount conversation could look like. Now, the first thing you must know when asking for a discount or considering negotiating price is that it is very important for you as a couple to ask yourself, how can I bring this person value? This is not simply about discounting the price of something, but more so negotiating um, something of value that you can provide that may be equal to or even greater than the financials that they are requesting or the price tag of a certain service. For example, Armin travels a lot. Armin gets to see the world because he's cool like that. Now, this also means that Armin values destination weddings. Armin values new places. Armin values new experiences. And Armin values beautiful films in exotic places with belly dancers. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good coconut. <laughs> yes. The point is that if I see that Armin values these things, and I would love to work with him, but he may be slightly out of my price range or completely out of my price range. What's running through my head? Well, I may say, Armin, I'm a huge fan of your work. I love your films. I love the way you develop them. I love the color. I love whatever it may be. The emotion. You can pick your nuance. After I say that, I say, I've always had this dream of working with you or I've always thought of you when I've envisioned or a wedding film or a wedding photos. You gotta flatter him a little bit first, you know? <laughs> and then you say, now I completely agree and understand that you are worth every penny of what you're charging. Unfortunately, that is slightly out of my price range or I'm not in a position to, to pay that right now. And I hope that this isn't disrespectful in any matter, but I also know that you value traveling. 
I also know that you value destination weddings in cool places. I'm getting married in Kyoto, Japan. I don't know if you've ever been. You saw that smile right away. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if you've ever been, but my fiance and I are getting married there. We're having this many guests. You can take them through all the details. Now, I know I mentioned that you were slightly out of my price range, but if this is something that you're willing to negotiate with, I would be happy to get you there, pay for your accommodation, your flights, and your food, if that's something you're interested in. If you would like to add a Kyoto wedding to your portfolio. Once again, if you cannot, I completely agree. And just wanted to say I love your films, and I thought it was worth a shot. I really appreciate your time. How do you feel about that? That is how you ask someone. All right. Exactly how he described it and he told it. There's a right way to say it, right? A lot of, like in the industry, you just have to have respect, right? For people's work because we do put a lot of time into this. It's not just showing up and taking a couple photos, a couple videos and putting something together and editing and just send it over. We take time planning. We take time organizing. There's so much behind the scenes that when someone just says, can we just get a discount or can we do anything lower? It just shows us that you're not appreciative enough of our work. And it, it's not that it puts us off. It's just a little bit like, yeah, exactly. Because it, it's just like, can you just give me a discount for, for, like you said, no added value from their part, right? And that's completely fine, but you're not going to get a lot of yeses, right? If you really if you really want to connect with this photographer slash videographer and you really like their work, but they're just out of your budget, someone like me, you take me to, to Kyoto, I'm in, all right? I'm in. Like, pay for my flights and accommodations and food, no extra charge. Let me capture some good footage with you, hang out with you guys, and I'll make the best film that I possibly can in a location like that, right? And and especially if I've never been to a place and and you have everything planned and, and I'm able to just go there and capture your guys' wedding, that would be very, very beneficial to me, and I would love it a lot. And especially if you ask it how you asked it with respect and, and letting me know that that you appreciate my work, right? And of course, like one of the big things is always it's always most of the time it's a budget, right? Like I always try to work with budgets if I can, but if not then then I really can't, right? And I have done free work also, you know, that's how a lot of us start. And I'm not opposed to that either, like giving discounts for it's like a give and go, right? Like you, you have to make sure that it's fair on both sides. So um, something like that, adding value to someone's to someone's uh, business, it would be extremely beneficial because then they could go on to to booking more weddings in that location, and you just open that that avenue for them, and that would be something worth more to them than a couple extra thousand dollars that, that they were going to charge you on the back on the back end. Um, but that for me, at least for me, I would take a situation like that, especially 
if you ask it in a respectful way. If I can't, if I really can't, then I will treat you with the same respect as you as you treated me, right? I really can't. Like, I'm sorry, but like looking at everything, looking at everything that I'm going to have to spend or just the, or all the time that this is going to take, I really can't. But I really do appreciate that you asked it in, a, in such a respectful manner that I'm going to recommend you all of these other videographers that can do it for that budget. Like I, I, I've worked with these people before and I trust them that they can do it for that budget. I don't know if they're going to be exactly like my films or my pictures, right? But they'll be able to take care of you guys and, and uh, meet you at that price range that you guys are asking for. Wow. So I think we extracted some value there. First of all, we got a yes from him to going to Kyoto. Second of all, even if we got a no, it was a respectful no. And of course, are you going to have the odd person that's going to probably be disrespectful or whatnot? unfortunately it, it could happen but i think that's unlikely especially if you ask in a respectful manner three maybe we didn't secure armin or maybe he didn't have that date available but now he's going to give us a list of vendors videographers photographers who might be totally stoked to go to that wedding and who you now know will be willing to work within that arrangement or maybe will be within your budget maybe you didn't even know of these vendors and now you kind of have an insight into Armin's recommended vendors, photographers, videographers, whatnot, who he trusts and might even de deliver a similar um, style of film. So now let's say maybe you don't have a cool Kyoto destination wedding. Obviously, all weddings are cool. I'm just air quotes cool. But maybe you don't have a, de a destination wedding to take a photographer. What else can you do? How, how else can you add value? Or how else can you be reasonable when negotiating uh, a price? So here's another idea or another example. Maybe you see Armin's work and you absolutely love it. But I mean, you're not having that cool, exotic belly dancer wedding. Maybe you're just getting married at your local country club or whatnot, which is totally fine. You know, that's those are equally beautiful weddings. But... I'm talking in terms of value. Like maybe you feel like you don't have that ooh, over the top value to add. Now, something else you can do is maybe offer your time as a couple. Maybe Armin is building his portfolio. Maybe Armin has this uh, dream styled shoot that he wants to do. For those of you who don't know what a style shoot is, it's pretty much a mock-up wedding where you could play a lot more with with your creative side at least when it comes to video and photo and create a um it just allows you a lot more time with the couple to get those creative shots that photographers and videographers always love to get yes. a stylized wedding thank you for explaining that you're right i should have said that so now we know what a stylist shoot is um, so maybe i think like armin and even myself we have these creative ideas just kind of in a backlog, sitting dusty, you know, gathering dust. We have so many creative ideas that we want to execute, but sometimes it's very difficult to find models um, to, to want to work with us or models that have time available. So why don't you think of adding that value? 
maybe you say, Armin, if, if there's a style to shoot that you may want to do or a cool concept that you have for a film or a cool concept that you have for some photos, um, my fiance and I are totally willing to help you with any passion project that you may have. Um, would that be something that you're interested in in exchange for maybe negotiating on the price? Can we add value to your business? Can we add value to your creative side? Um via our time and our energy and our willingness and oftentimes something like that will be once again equally as valuable if not even more valuable than the money that one may gain from from a, a wedding so taking a shot once again in a respectful manner not undermining their work their experience and the time that they've put into it but understanding that you can add value and when you're trying to negotiate a price you you can there are things that that photographers videographers value over simply money and i would say that a quality photographer is reasonable maybe he might not give you a discount but i think at a minimum he will let you know that inform that in a respectful manner and like armin did he might be reasonable in referring someone else who will and someone else who can help. Do you have any other thoughts on asking for uh, a price negotiation? Pretty much like we already said, just adding value is extremely important and letting them know in a respectful manner that you appreciate their work and you connect with them. Um, and even just saying that, it's it's not very common it's very rare for for couples to to bring up things like that usually it's just like oh i don't have the budget can we go a little bit lower do you have a slightly lower package or collection and sometimes you don't and um and and we don't get those usual requests of how can i add value yeah and sometimes you you sometimes you you know there's that link there's that connection you maybe you guys have already talked a little bit and then after is when you show them your full pricing and you just connect with this couple you connect with this photographer slash videographer and you bring up that to them oh your pricing is a bit high how i love your work i would still love to work with you is there a way that we can add any other value anything that we can we know that you love to travel we know that that uh, you would like to experience something else or just bring we can set you up with this or uh, introduce this planner to you or or um we're gonna get married at this venue that maybe you a photographer videographer hasn't shot at um and now uh just based on the couple's recommendation they're able to become a preferred vendor at that at that venue so there's always little things that you can add, um, but the important thing is that it's fair for both sides, right? And that you always ask with respect, and and even just that will will get your photographer and videographer um, some thought into it, just because of the way you ask it. Sometimes even just little things, little details like that is what would get me. It, just asking it in a respectful manner, uh, because it's not common. And, and I think it should be a lot more common. And that's why we're talking about it right now. Yeah, and some people may disagree Like if we think it should be more common. Um, 
some people may say it shouldn't happen at all that's fair i totally respect that some people feel the same way that we do which is cool i totally respect that um, like i said we don't we're not saying there's a right and wrong but we're saying that there is a gray area there is a middle ground and i think it's not so much about asking for the discount but more so how you ask for the discount or how you ask to negotiate the price that really matters and understanding that there are other values or forms of value that you can bring aside from monetary and really just digging deep into what those may be how you can help this creative's business how you can help this person develop like armin said how you can help maybe connect this person to other people that will help his business so there's different avenues that you can take when it comes to trying to negotiate pricing and i think it is possible and i think if you're respectful if you're reasonable I think you may have more success than you may be led to believe. So these were the three things that your vendors want you to know leading up to your wedding day. And I'm glad we got into detail. But to quickly recap, the first thing, you are not buying simply the photos or the videos. You are buying the photographer and the videographer. Be mindful of your experience above anything else. How do your personality mesh with one another? How do they make you feel? And how will your experience be elevated with this individual? Remember, you will be spending more time with Armin than with your husband. Remember that. <laughs> no, I think that was just a point we made to emphasize that experience matters. The human behind the camera matters more than the camera and the photos believe it or not number two we talked about systems systems matter ask your photographer or videographer how they go about their day what their process looks like are they hands-on are they hands-off are they directing are they candid are they editorial all of these things once again will help elevate your experience on the day of ask them what their systems are for local weddings what their systems are for destination weddings and everything in between. And the third and final thing that your vendor or that your photographer wants you to know is that price may be negotiable if you know how to ask the right way. And if you ask the right way, if you do it in a respectful manner, if you add value to the creative, to their business, or help them along their path, you may run into more success than you believe. Armin, anything else you'd like to add? What were your thoughts on this episode? I liked it. It was... <laughs> Why am I screaming? <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> now it was, it was just very natural. And I think, I think we dumped a lot of information. A lot of information. I like this kind of role play style, you know? It's kind of interesting, huh? Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Exactly. Yeah. That's how we do it. Boom, boom, boom. Just boom, boom, boom. Man. And get it done. We get it done. And... Oh, gosh. Yeah. This is the worst podcast. But it's nice to have you as a host. It's nice to have you as a co-host here. And uh, we should get some more people on here. We should get some, some different viewpoints. Maybe people who don't rant as much as I am doing now. So without further ado, I think we're going to wrap this up. Uh, if you enjoy the episode please let us know. Um, you can follow us on Instagram. And if you're listening on podcast platforms, please give us a rating, five stars preferably. You can leave a comment, ask a question for Armin. He'll get back to you.
I will too. I'll try my best. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for giving us a piece of your ear, a bit of your time. We appreciate you. Thank you for just thank you. Thank you. Anything else? Signing off? Signing off. All right. We'll see you next time. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right, let's go. <laughs>